0: Hello and welcome to Vibrant Lives podcast, a podcast dedicated to your health and well-being featuring interviews with experts about nutrition, physical and mental health and my five minute food fact series. I'm Amanda Hayes, your host, a lawyer turned nutritionist, and I'm curious about learning how to live a healthy, active and fulfilling life, which I would call a vibrant life and sharing what I learn with you here on this podcast. 2021 is drawing to a close and it's been another year dominated by coronavirus. We'd all hoped for a better year than 2020, but it didn't really turn out that way. Anyway, fingers crossed that 2022 will be a better year where businesses will thrive and people will be able to travel to see friends and family. With a steady increase in the global vaccination rates, we're hopefully on the right path towards this. In any event on with the show. So before I introduce today's guest, I'll mention that although I will often be speaking with experts, any information or advice provided in Vibrant Lives podcast is not intended to be used to treat or prevent any injuries or medical conditions. And it's never a substitute for advice from your own health professionals. Today, I am very happy to be here with Dr. Lucia Papagiorgio. Lukia is a registered chiropractor with her own practice. She has a passion for women's health and is particularly knowledgeable about caring for pregnant women. And she is also, as you'll hear, a great advocate for creating and supporting communities. Hi, Lukia. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Amanda? I'm great. So, Lukia, I'd like to start with some quickfire questions to get to know a little bit about you outside your work as a chiropractor so where did you grow up? Grew up in Adelaide in Melrose Park. Another Adelaide girl. Mm-hmm. And what's your favorite form of exercise?
1: Or oh, Pilates. Yeah, mm. I, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and your go-to meal for dinner? It does vary, um, but anything from the Yotam Otolenghi books are oh, pretty big yes. fans of, yeah. I'm a huge fan as well. <laughs> I love his cooking. And the, the thing
0: that's nice about it, it's not difficult. Right. Mm. It's quite simple, really. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And what are you reading at the moment? Um, a book called The Company of One by Paul Jarvis. Quite and a good book. What's it about? It's about, it flips the idea of business growth on its head and talks about how growing isn't always better. Okay. Which is quite interesting.
0: Yeah, because mm-hmm. we live in such a, um, a growth-centric world, don't we? Everything has to be bigger, bigger. So Exactly. Mm. And... Are you enjoying listening to anything at the moment, like music, podcast, um,
1: We are listening to the Spotify playlist called Electronica Romantica. Wow. Which is really awesome. You should check it out. I will. But I'm also listening to your podcast, Amanda. <laughs> it's really good. Thank you.
0: <laughs> and do you have a favourite holiday
1: destination or a dream one, first inside Australia and mm-hmm. then outside? Within Australia would be Tasmania. Mm-hmm. I haven't been there before. And outside, I'd like to go to Morocco. Oh, wow. Yes, Mm. I haven't been there either. Mm. So let's get stuck into what you
0: do. Um, As you know, I recently interviewed my own chiropractor, Russell Hanna. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And in that episode, we discussed how you become a chiropractor. So I don't think we need to go over that again. But what I do think our listeners would be interested in is to understand why you decided to study chiropractics.
1: I grew up with chiropractic, um, so for me it was just part of normal everyday Mm -hmm. life, and I always knew I wanted to get into some form of healthcare, whether that was medicine or podiatry, Um, and then I pursued chiropractic because I loved the way that chiropractors can make such a change to someone's body by providing an adjustment.
0: That's great. I think you're obviously quite a bit younger than me, and I think that's really interesting because... When I grew up, I would say that chiropractors were not as well-known. Agreed. So I never really came across them until sort of more recently Mm. for me. So once you were qualified, you worked for a few years, and then you set up your own practice... Um, chiropractic on Winston with remedial massage therapist Philip, who I believe is your husband Mm -hmm. and I hope you don't mind me observing but you are quite young to have your own practice so why did you want to do that?
1: Yeah that's um that's quite funny you say that because I I wasn't sure how old you need to be to have your own business but but it's interesting yeah um I, I guess we Phil and I my uncle prompted us and he he gave us a bit of a shove okay yep and he he suggested we start our own business and I'm quite driven Mm -hmm. and I just said to Phil why don't we give it a go and if it all falls you know flat on its face well you know we haven't um, put too much of an outlay out so it was okay from a financial perspective Um, but I guess we wanted to do things our way with our paradigm knowing what we had experienced previous and knowing what we didn't want and what we did want
0: Oh, that's amazing. And Mm. we will get to that a bit. Was it a stressful process?
1: (laughs) Well, no, it was exciting. Good. Yeah, it was really, it's more stressful now, actually. Yeah, I guess, you know,
0: just now that you've actually, (laughs) you've got it there and it's your, like your baby in a way, isn't it? That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Looking through your website, it's really clear that you have Mm. a strong focus on community. And I guess that's what you're saying about your own paradigm. And that you're very driven by helping to create a healthy and strong community. So, can you share with us, Luke, here, what's your vision of community?
1: It's a really great question, and I love that question. So, thank you for asking it. (laughs) Um, It gave me a chance to reflect on it, which is why I do appreciate that. Um, Our community, you know, when we first started, I thought about our community as just our patient base. But as we've grown into our second year of business, I'm coming to understand community is the community of our healthcare professionals. The other people we refer to, our other physiotherapists, our um, GPs, our integrative GPs, our, all those people that create our medical healthcare system mm-hmm. up uh, that community. We've also got our patients and they're our community, but literally our neighbours as well. And yeah. I grew up with community and to me it's really important that we all integrate together to help the individual.
0: Yeah, I really like that because yeah. I think one of the problems in modern medical care is it can be very disjointed. Yeah. So your GP doesn't speak to your chiropractor and your, or maybe even your physio and you know if they're not all working together I can't see that it can give the best result. Exactly. Mm. At the moment I see a chiropractor and a physio in the same practice and they talk and it is amazing. The results have been unbelievable for mm. me because yep. they're, they're both helping me with the same problems, but in their specific ways. Love it. So Lakia and I met for a coffee in a very cute cafe near your work. What's it called? The Middle Store. The Middle Store. Yes, I thought we should give that a plug because it's lovely. (laughs) And we discovered that we both share a passion for women's health. Um, And one of your particular interests that I think is really worthwhile and, and worth discussing is helping women during pregnancy, So I'd really like to dive into that. So first of all, I believe you did some training in um, some, sorry, postgraduate training in pregnancy care. Mm. And can you tell us a bit about that? And is there also, is there a need for that? Is that something that we don't have a lot of in Australia or Adelaide?
1: Yeah. um, So I completed um, a course with some chiropractors called Momentum Seminars and they talked about, Pregnancy from uh, a chiropractic perspective on pregnancy, which is really interesting. Then completed spinning babies one of two courses. Mm -hmm. I'm meant to go back and finish the second. Uh, phase of that course to become a certified spinning babies practitioner, but COVID obviously got in the way, yeah. which was a bit of a shame. Mm. Um, I've also finished my two-year chiropedes diploma. So although that's focused in paediatrics, we do tend to tap into a bit of pregnancy as well. Yeah, of course. And so where were
0: those courses? Were they? Uh, one was in Adelaide, yep.
1: one was in Cairns, and the other was in Melbourne.
0: Right. Mm. And are there many people in Adelaide that have those qualifications? Or, or I don't you think, don't know? Um, or? A few
1: did the chiropedes mm. one but not so much the spinning babies that I'm aware of. What's spinning babies? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what it means. Yeah, we literally don't spin babies. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Um, I know, because my friend asked me the same thing. She's like, "Well, that sounds crazy. Um, It talks about the whole birth paradigm and the importance of promoting and encouraging a natural physiological vaginal birth. Yeah. And they provide you with exercises to help spin a baby if that's the case but you
0: mean if it's the wrong way around correct yeah if we
1: breach we can give you all these exercises like a forward-leaning inversion basically like a downward dog off Mm -hmm. the couch Uh, lots of which I love I love that idea of empowering the mother to help you know position the baby if need be and yeah it's great
0: oh that's fascinating because you have to think I mean I'm just thinking off the top of my head that Perhaps in, um, there might be some ancient wisdom to this because obviously before it was possible to do caesareans, there must have been ways that people tried to get the baby into the right position. And also, as we both know, it's a much better outcome for the mother and the baby if you can have a natural birth. And apart from anything else, the baby picks up all the bacteria while it comes through the birth canal and that that helps populate its own gut bacteria. Yep. Yep um and if you have a cesarean you miss out on that i mean obviously people can't help it if they have, to have a cesarean of yeah, course yeah of course um. but it's just interesting i mean i guess the body's designed to do a function and if it does it naturally it's usually the better
1: way agreed mm. totally agreed
0: during pregnancy there are many physical hormonal emotional changes that women experience so could you talk us through some of those changes insofar as they're relevant to um, your work as a chiropractor?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so when we are treating the pregnant patient, we do look at the physical state, we look at the emotional, we do look at the chemical, the biochemical state of that mother, and that's part of our whole overall mm-hmm. picture of a pregnant lady. I guess chiropractic affects more in my, I guess, my understanding in my treatment is more of that physical change and so we know that as the pregnancy progresses, changes occur biomechanically, pelvis changes. We also get changes through the low back, so more increased load on the facet joints. Also, you know, rib expansion as the baby grows. We've also got forward head carriage as well. So all these changes posturally can occur.
0: Yeah, and also don't the ligaments loosen up a bit too? That's right. Yeah, yeah. so we've
1: got that relaxant that comes in, peaks it. Um, a few I don't know the exact weeks but it does tend to progress and peaks which can then change obviously the stability of the pelvis yeah Yeah. and you you
0: mentioned posture Mm. and I'm really interested in that I mean having experienced three pregnancies myself because obviously your center of gravity changes and the way you carry your body changes yeah So what does that do, I guess, to the woman's posture and her spine?
1: That's a really interesting question. Um, Centre of gravity would change because we'd get an increased curve in through our low back Mm -hmm. and that can push us further forward and then that can increase more load through those low back joints and through there. It also changes balance too. And um, it's not, I don't think, commonly talked about in pregnant women, the change in balance that you can get and um if that can then create trauma if we have a woman who falls over yeah um hence then so on and so forth affecting the baby as well so um it's interesting as well if we go to the other end of the spectrum the greatest predictor of falls in the elderly is posture and center of gravity and so if we can correct a woman's posture as she's Pregnant, we can help reduce the onset of falls. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, you can see how falls could be potentially quite catastrophic mm. for a, a pregnant woman. Mm. In, in the very end stages of pregnancy, I mean, you, you just feel so uncomfortable anyway, but it's also a bit hard to see where you're going.
1: <laughs> exactly. You can't see your feet. Yeah, you can't and if see your feet. You've got children or dogs or yeah. cats, you know, you're going to fall over them. And Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. <laughs> so, then following on from that, what are some of the reasons that you think it's worth a pre- for a pregnant woman mm-hmm. to see a chiropractor? What can you help with?
1: Yeah, great question. Overall comfort. A lot of women I do see have low back pain. They've also got other conditions, which we'll chat about in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, overall comfort. The The research has supported that low back pain throughout your pregnancy can actually lead to an increased length of labor time. Right. I found that quite interesting, yeah. actually. Um, so obviously reducing low back pain can speed up at birth. but well, you can't make that correlation, but it can certainly help assist mm-hmm. in a more productive labour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what other things? Um, headaches as yeah. well. Um any perhaps carpal tunnel symptoms because of this swelling, if we can help just create better posture overall, better biomechanics for the pregnant lady as she changes and grows in her pregnancy, Um, chiropractic can fit really well with that. So when you see a pregnant woman,
0: how do you treat her? Do you have a table with a Mm -hmm. hole in it or something? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So um, the table, it's divided into three sections and the middle section, which lives just under your tummy, that does flip down. Right. Yep. And then I have other, the same table can lift up underneath your pelvis because the idea is when we have a pregnant lady on the couch, on her tummy, we want to try and create what we call the neutral spine. Right. So we don't want that excessive curve through the lower yeah. back. So we've certainly got the um, the tools to help create that.
0: As I kind of alluded to before, growing up, chiropractics wasn't really on my radar like it is now. Mm. So can you just reassure people that it is safe to see a chiropractor during pregnancy in case it's something they hadn't thought about?
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, I have not experienced any risk um, treating my pregnant ladies over the last two years. Although there's not a lot of research in pregnancy and chiropractic, it has it been, been known if if we can help change that biomechanical load, mm-hmm. help them feel a bit more comfortable. Um, obviously, if they're not 100% sure, they can always chat to their, you know, healthcare provider. Sure. Um, but, yeah, no, I haven't experienced any issues, yeah. Yeah. any risks. Yeah. So, in other words,
0: it's beneficial. That's, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting because often during pregnancy, the focus is all on about the baby. Mm-hmm. And the poor old mother doing all the work yeah. sometimes gets a bit, you know, missed
1: out. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. And yeah. and um, that got me thinking about the cultural adaptations that occur. I think we caught up and we chatted about that and I thought that was quite interesting.
0: Um, one thing that Lucia and I chatted about when we met for coffee was how in different cultures pregnancy and post-pregnancy is approached mm. um, In quite a different way So I had my third child in Hong Kong And up there The care is really all about the mother Mm. And so when I was in hospital The baby, or my youngest one Was taken into the nursery And they're really uh, And they bring her back when she needs to be fed But they really Encourage you to sleep Rest, eat well And so I left the hospital in Hong Kong Feeling rested Full of energy and it was so different from my experience in Australia. So I really think that we could probably learn something from that. Yeah. So after the woman's had her baby, mm-hmm. and obviously it takes a while for the body to sort of go back to how it was pre-pregnancy, so what can you do to help a woman recover?
1: Great question. We you know we, we need to emphasize the importance on the fourth trimester as well with our women. In that fourth trimester, we're never getting our way through breastfeeding. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, and so, again, structural changes. If you're breastfeeding a baby, you're going to be hunched forward. So you're going to get a lot of increased tension through your shoulders, mm-hmm. your neck, which can lead to headaches. So lots of postural changes there. Support as well. We know it takes a village to raise a baby. So knowing that that mother has the right care and support and love around her is also really important as part of our treatment paradigm for women.
0: And can you help a woman, you know, give them advice on how to set up the best um, way
1: to breastfeed in terms of supporting her baby and her back? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, We'll assess, we can assess and check and see how that, you know, um, core is switching on and check and see if there's any rectus abdominis or any discomfort or Issues through there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, lots of postural stuff, really. Okay. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's good to know because there's so much focus on, you know, having the baby. Mm. And then once you've had the baby, Mm. you look at this tiny creature and you think, oh my goodness, now what? Yeah, that's
1: right. There's no guidebook. I know. It's up to me.
0: How do I, where's the off button? (laughs) I'm still looking for that 21 years later. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't found it. (laughs) I love it when I went through my pregnancies, there was pretty much, well, there was no social media around. So things have mm. changed. And, um, these days you see on social media, pictures of women who, you know, appear to snap back from pregnancy, like it's really easy and it's not easy. Mm. So I'm just interested to hear what you think about that in terms of, do you think there's unrealistic expectations placed on women post-pregnancy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I do. And I like, I like that question because i think it doesn't get addressed or looked at a lot Mm. um yes lots of unrealistic expectations i think we need to be really mindful of that whole postnatal phase as well in terms of postnatal depression post baby and if there's these unrealistic expectations on the mum, then that can almost just create A complexity and issue around that too
0: Yeah Yeah it is a hard time Because Mm. you're struggling with You know A a complete change in your life If you've particularly gone from Say working full time And being someone <laughs> to sitting on the couch all day trying to figure out how to feed the screaming baby
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: mm. yes and then to i guess look at social media and see someone who appears to do it so effortlessly effortlessly can be um a bit disconcerting mm. and dis- disheartening yeah. for, for women mm. so, so staying on the topic of women's health mm. I'd like to touch on some of the issues facing older women. So just walking around, you do see many women who are stooped forward mm-hmm. a little bit. So I wondered if you could explain what's going on there and, and how this happens.
1: Great question. Um, we know that as we age, our estrogen decreases. Estrogen affects our bone density and often the bone density that can be mostly affected is in the upper part of your back mm-hmm. as well, and, and you tend to get that stoop. Yeah, that can also be familial. It can be certain causes of disease in the spine as well, but commonly it's noticed as you know osteopenia, osteoporosis yeah. in our elderly. And we know that if we can support that women's hormonal level, get our bone mineral density checked, that can help. So, and what are your top tips then for looking after our spines? as we age or throughout our whole life, actually. Movement, without Mm -hmm. a doubt, movement. Um, Whether that's walking, running, you find what you love, whether it's Pilates, um, Mm -hmm. but movement in general is really important. So any kind of movement. Absolutely.
0: Is there some movement that's more beneficial, like say Pilates over walking or you just think do
1: do what you can? Oh, I mean, yeah, I love Pilates. I think it is better posturally and Mm. more functional uh, targeted approaches, but if you don't love it, don't do it. I yeah. think that's the key. I think you've got to really love what it is. So, yeah, any you, movement. You're yeah. more
0: likely to do it if you enjoy it, aren't you? Right, yeah. And if someone comes to you and they're already a little bit stooped over, can you help correct that or just, I guess, stop it from getting worse?
1: Yeah, we could probably manage it mm. and help give them exercises to do at home. Um, yeah, yeah, certainly help.
0: Okay. And then another thing I was interested to read about is that some women seek um, the care of a chiropractor during uh, perimenopause. You previously talked about hormonal changes um, and that's what's happening in perimenopause. Mm. Your hormones are sort of, well, they're getting ready to for your um, menstrual cycle to stop and they're going a bit crazy. So, And that produces symptoms like hot flashes and um, things that can be quite uncomfortable. So... If a woman presents to you in perimenopause, what are some of the things you can do to help her?
1: Mm, great question. We not, My understanding with a hot flush is we've got a decrease in estrogen and our adrenal glands, which sit on top of our kidneys, they mm-hmm. try and create more estrogen. And in that process, you get this flush. Yeah. And so chiropractic can address the, the support of the adrenal gland by the neuromuscular skeletal system. Mm-hmm. So getting the right innovation to that area is really important. But as a chiropractor, we can also provide some very basic nutritional um, support, such as vitamin C. Uh, we've got vitamin B and fish oils are really beneficial to help give the body the right support to yep. help in that process of a hot flush. Because some women
0: find that quite debilitating. Mm. And obviously there are various things you can do, like go on hormone replacement therapy and things like that, but not everyone wants to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's good to know that there are some other options Absolutely. available. Yeah. So apart from women's health, you see people of all ages and genders at your clinic. So can you run us through the types of care that you provide, um, not just... Like you personally, but also um, your partner, and yeah. what's available at um, chiropractic on Winston.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure, I'd love to. Um, I do predominantly manually adjust, and I use a adjusting technique called diversified. This is where you hear those um, those audible adjustments there, which. The little popping sound. That's right. Mm. Yeah. So I believe Dr. Russell Hanna would have explained that yes. quite well. Um, so I do predominantly use those manual adjustments. I do also use an activator tool, which is a clicky gun. I've seen that. Yeah. 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 So we use that. Um, I use sacro-occipital blocking and we've also got a drop piece table as well. I do dry needling as well, mm-hmm. which is good fun. Philip, our remedial massage therapist, does myofascial cupping. He does some dry needling as well. Um, I'm also certified in applied kinesiology which gives me really good tools to address the body from a physical point of view a structural uh, sorry a structural point of view a chemical so biochemical mm-hmm. point of view and an emotional point of view and I like that approach because it gives me a greater understanding of how the body can function as one big unit yes and i i just really base a lot of what i do on that
0: yeah Mm. and so you obviously must take time to get to know your patient or client Mm. to understand what's going on in their lives and that's
1: what i love about this job is you can help someone but you also get to know them know their families and see them progress throughout their life it's it's pretty special. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. One thing I've discovered in my work on this podcast is everybody has a story. Everybody. And it's fascinating.
1: I love that you yeah. love that because yeah. I think that in itself is so lovely and beautiful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? That, you you know, anyone you see on the street is going, you, you just don't know what's going on in their life. Yeah. I'd like to take a quick moment to let you know about my new website, you can find it at www.vibrantlivespodcast.com. There you'll find links to all previous episodes. You'll also find reviews of health-related books that I've enjoyed and found informative on the Amanda Recommends page. There's also a contacts page if you'd like to get in touch. You can recommend topics, potential guests, or share your ideas with me. I'd love to hear from you. So anyway, back to Lakia and her work with women's health. And you've obviously got a real interest in in women's health. Yeah. yeah. And keeping women um, moving and having a good posture.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Just in a general sense, why is it important to have a good posture?
1: I think having great posture indicates a really healthy nervous system. And having a healthy nervous system lets you experience life really mm. to its fullest. Our posture can be correlated with a lot of our emotions. Obviously, when you're not feeling great, you're going to have a bit more of a stooped full yeah. posture. And that's people can read that. People will see that. And so having a beautiful tall posture, you're going to give out this really great energy as well that you're happy And you're vibrant and you're living a vibrant life. Vibrant life. Yeah.
0: And I guess you're more receptive then to receiving energy too. Yeah. Mm. But some people, um, I guess it's a genetic thing, aren't necessarily born with a nice straight posture. So if someone presents to you like that, can you still help them?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It, Mm. It can be a bit of a longer road, but I think it's about increasing that awareness and understanding where your posture is too. And I think that's what chiropractic does really well. Yeah. No, it's so interesting, isn't
0: it? Because um, there's no other health profession, I I believe, that really just looks at the spine because the spine like is, you know, everything's related or connected, isn't it? Yep. All our nerves and bones and everything. Mm. Yep. Can you tell us, Lakia, some of the things that you most enjoy about your job?
1: I love meeting people and I love seeing people progress throughout their life. So seeing them get married, being pregnant, having children. I love that whole phase of life. I love being involved in that. And I love being involved in their healthcare by providing chiropractic adjustments to help them have a really healthy nervous system to then help them experience a vibrant life. And to just get the benefit of life. I I love that.
0: Oh, that's so nice. That's so positive. I really like that. We need positive messages (laughs) in this day and age. (laughs) Yes,
1: we do. And who
0: inspires you?
1: My grandparents. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And um, tell us a bit about them.
1: Yeah, so I'm Greek by background and they came to Australia. Oh... a long time ago.
0: <laughs> did they come together or did they meet once they were here?
1: Um, so, yeah, my my mum's parents met here. Mm-hmm. And then my dad's mum was sort of promised to be married to a man who'd come out here. And they, yeah, I guess just... Hearing their story about coming to this really foreign world yeah. to create a life for their future family. I mean, that's pretty humbling, right? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. So they really inspire me.
0: Yeah, I can see why. Mm. There's a very strong Greek community in Adelaide, mm. isn't there? Oh, yes. It's hugely influential on our food culture, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and the same with the Italian food culture. Mm. You can, you know, you really see it, which is great. We're yeah. lucky. Very lucky. <laughs> we are lucky. Do your grandparents, had? did they grow their own food yeah. and yeah. veggies yeah. and things? Yeah, yeah, it was good fun.
1: Yeah, <laughs> It was great.
0: So the final question that I like to ask all my guests, if you could recommend two things that people could do to look after their well-being, what mm. would they be?
1: Movement, mm-hmm. physical movement, um, but also... Movement of the brain and keeping your brain active by learning new activities. Yep. I think we forget about that movement too. Yeah. Mm.
0: No, I think that's so important, isn't mm. it? And what kind of um, what kind of things would you suggest for keeping our brain active?
1: Hmm. Good question. Learning new things. Yeah. You know, new language, and I I don't think you're ever too old to learn a new language. It might take a little bit longer. Yes. But um, I think if you put your brain in a um, a challenging state, I think you can get some good growth there, keep yeah. that brain active.
0: Yeah, there's more and more scientific evidence supporting that, isn't there, that mm. it's um, it's very important for us to keep doing that, keep engaged. And if people would like to, or either if they're based in Adelaide, visit your practice or if someone would like to look online and see what you're doing, because I believe you've got some blog posts yeah. up there as well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's the best way for someone to do that?
1: Just Google chiropractic on Winston, mm-hmm. and you'll be directed to our page. And mm-hmm. you're welcome to have a Potter on the on the on our website, which we think is pretty nice. It is. Um, yeah, give us a call and um, shoot us an email as well if you like.
0: Great. So I'll put a link to that obviously in the show notes. And what kind of things do you blog about?
1: Oh yeah, we blog about the the neurology behind chiropractic and how it works. Mm-hmm. We've got a great little animation there, which might help help explain the. The big science around it. Yeah. And we've also got some blogs on self-help, you know, how you can release plantar fascia problems. Also, we've got some stuff there about um, pregnancy, I think we
0: do. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure talking with you today. And um, I hope people have learned something about the benefits of chiropractic care, particularly if you're a woman and if you happen to be pregnant or um, just in trimester four, you said? Yeah, Yeah, trimester four. Right. Excellent. Well, thank you, Lucia. Oh, thank you, Amanda. That was Dr. Lucia Papagiorgio of Chiropractic on Winston, sharing her knowledge on how chiropractic can fit into women's lives during pregnancy and beyond. Thank you for listening today. I hope you found something interesting in today's interview. And if you did, please share the podcast and tell your friends about it. And if you could take a minute to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, it will help people find my podcast And I'm always so grateful for any support of my podcast. You can subscribe to Vibrant Lives Podcast on Instagram at vibrant underscore lives underscore podcast or on Facebook at Vibrant Lives Podcast. And as I previously mentioned, please go and check out the Vibrant Lives Podcast website. Next week, I'll be back with the final episode of 2021 featuring some of the most important lessons I've learned from my guests. So until then, eat well, move well, think well.